0: man welcome to the journey cast if you speak english i'm going to ask you to wait 15 seconds or maybe move forward 15 seconds or maybe just listen to the beautiful portuguese words that i'm going to say next and then i'm going to come back to you okay olá olá senhoras e senhores e sejam muito bem-vindos ao journey cast Nesse episódio eu fiz uma entrevista com o Dr. Bruce Durant, diretor do programa de liderança aqui dos Estados Unidos onde eu trabalho e a gente falou sobre as diferenças entre gerações e coisas que a gente pode fazer pra usar esse relacionamento da melhor maneira possível e atingir mais resultados. Esse é o primeiro episódio de dois episódios que a gente vai ter, então não perca por esperar a próxima semana, beleza? Bora lá então! guys thanks so much for waiting in this episode i invited dr Brewster runs the director of the leadership development program at SIUC to talk about the differences between generations and and how we can use this relationship in the best way possible to achieve more results this is the first of two episodes so let's jump right in Hi ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second season of the Journey Cast. I have here today one of my big influences in my life. Big friend, big mentor, big coach. Doc, thanks so much for accepting. It means a lot for me and I'm pretty sure for everybody else that is listening to this. My pleasure, Giogo.
1: I I can't believe you're in your second season and this is the first time that I've been invited.
0: I know, and I have to say sorry about that, but but everything that's new comes for the best, right? So I think that's that's maybe what what we are doing right now. Yeah, nice recovery. <laughs> Thanks. All right. For who is listening right now, Doc and I met probably like four or five years ago. I was part of the leadership development program. That's how we met. And after two years, as you guys know, I started Journey in Brazil. And after two years, I came back here. And now, Doc and I work together in the leadership development program. We always brag about our relationship and how well we work together, but we have our differences too. We learned how to work with those differences and that's what we want to talk about today. Doc is a little bit older than me, so we had to learn how to work together to make the LDP the success that it is today. So that's why we decided to talk today about the difference between generations and Hopefully, learn a few things or, or discuss a few things that we do inside the LDP. And you guys, even though you were a Bay Boomer or a Millennial or a Gen X, Gen Y, uh, things that you guys can do in your organizations too. It's important uh, to put it into perspective before we get started.
1: Okay. You know, we talk about working between the, the different generations. It seems like it's a very popular topic to talk about. But who really thinks about it when they're graduating from college? They're not. They're thinking about me and, and my, my, my career and so forth. Uh, we all did. But I'll tell you, it's almost like you come out of college and you, you have a, a hill or a wave in front of you, which is all the old people that you have to report to, you have to answer to, you have to meet their expectations. And you're trying to figure out how to deal with them. And most of the time they're like the, the age of your parents. And so you may, may treat them like your parents. But then as you go on in your, your career, uh, you start finding there's new people coming in from behind you and you start getting getting on top of that wave and before you know it, you're you're coming back down the, the other half, and you got a whole lot of people behind you. Now you're trying to spend a lot of your energy figuring out how to work with the people who are younger than you than figuring out how to work with the people older than you. And so there's a, there's a constant dynamic yeah. of us learning how to work with the people who are first older than us and then the people who are younger than us. And so we have to be you know avid learners and we have to ha- maintain a curiosity if if we're going to be successful and and quite quite honestly i will tell you that it's one of the reasons why I, I, I sought you out right i saw how you connected to the millennial generation you are part of the millennial i'm i'm right in between boomers. baby boomers and the uh, gen, gen x-ers. xers and it's a it's a challenge and so, one of the ways we meet challenges is for resources. You're you're the resource that I brought on mm-hmm. to help uh, connect with and reach the uh, millennials and the Gen Wires, like the generation after them. Yeah, Gen Z, Gen Z, Gen Z that we are yeah. are now working with. Yeah, for sure.
0: That was an interesting point. Like, I never thought about that. Do you remember having problems dealing with like older people? Huge. Than when you, okay. Huge. Problem. what like what, do you would remember <laughs> I, I this this isn't relevant today, but
1: when i first start start working uh, you're still allowed to smoke inside of buildings, and uh my three uh cubicle mates who are all very senior engineers, they all smoked, and uh you know I was trying to ask them not to smoke <laughs> for for all of our sake, right and, uh-huh they They would hear nothing of it right they earned the right they've been there for decades wow. to smoke um, when I would want to see a project through uh so that I can get started with something new the next week they said nah, don't get in a hurry it'll it'll be here next week it's job security you know mm-hmm. and every different every generation has different motivations yes. um, and different
0: things that are important to them that that's interesting because this is totally the opposite of what happens today, right? So you, yeah. you, you're you gonna ask them to do something and they're like, no, shut up and do your job. And today, what we face, it's like everything we tell people to do, there's always the why behind. Yeah, that's explain everything. Yes, and I think that that's one of the biggest things that we learned over the, the past years, right, How how to communicate the why before anything else for sure i mean uh, i grew up in a generation that
1: uh we are told to be seen and not heard right we didn't have a voice ever about anything and uh the the millennials are growing up with a with a voice their the parents go to them so where are we going to go for vacation this year it's to put on the kid what does the kid want to do and uh and so we grow up thinking they don't have a voice. Well, we try to work with them and and they they walk away because uh they they must have a voice. They must have ownership. And they're not hard to get along with at all uh as long as you include them and give them some ownership in the
0: process. Yeah. That that's another important thing. For them to feel the ownership, we need to give them autonomy and we had to learn how to be flexible. With the things that they want to do, it. and and they're okay, you
1: know. So, sometimes we will know the outcome. Sometimes we don't know the outcome. Yeah. And they're okay with us saying, "Well, I know how this is going to turn out, but we'll go ahead and, and try it your way." Mm-hmm. And it, it's kind of fun, you know. Uh, sometimes they're out to prove us prove us wrong, and and uh, we never know what's going to happen. And the, the important thing is that uh, you you show enough trust. In them that you're willing to let them try. Yeah. Um, sometimes we're proven wrong too. Uh, it makes it it makes it fun, it makes it exciting. Regardless whether it's a success or failure, you've earned more trust, and sure. that that is what you really need as a building block to achieve more
0: and more. What well, basically what we are allowing them to have is the experience. Yeah. Even though we had that experience before, and maybe we learned. We need to give them that space, that, that time to learn through the experience. Too.
1: You know, sometimes it's really hard to explain things, mm-hmm. right, that, that are important to us, and they can't see the value. Yeah. Uh, so it's a challenge to us to be really great communicators and begin to be able to dissect that conversation, um, predict it,
0: and uh appeal to them and say why it's why it's so important that reminds me of something that we do super well too which is like creating that relationship with them because yeah what one thing it's you like to reach any person and say like whatever they're doing wrong but because we take the time to build that relationship did you have that when you got into the workforce did you build relationships with like other friends was that something that happened a lot
1: uh it, it was is more segmented okay. you're, you're, you're you're not in my mm. generation you you're not in you know mm-hmm. you you just were allowed to hang out with your own your own generation i see
0: yeah but, and i'm saying that because that close relationship that we have with yeah. them allows us like to give honest feedback and then allow them to learn from that, like, to, to be open to the feedback we're giving to them. You know,
1: and I know you've experienced this, but uh, we're, we're uh, stereotyping that all Millennials are alike, and we know they're not. No. Right? And so you start talking about building that, that relationship of trust, and I will tell you that there are some students who've, Millennials, who've come through our program that we've gotten to know, like, as close as our, our best friends, as our peers, or our colleagues, uh, as, as our own children they 're very very tight and, and they 've got superior uh, maturity and and they see the value of forming those relationships and others uh, don 't really want to they, they don 't feel comfortable having a uh, a personal relationship with somebody who 's much older than than themselves mm-hmm. uh, so it, it kind of is a broad spectrum you know growing up, uh, I was never allowed to call somebody Giogo, right? than Mr. Satius. Uh-huh. Right. And today it's not even a it's not even a
0: conversation. And and that's why like we 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 want to have that talk to like it's not only about what millennials do and what they don't do, but think about ways that different generations can work together. So just like to summarize a couple a couple things that we talked about. We we were talking about like being flexible, build relationships, give them autonomy and about autonomy i like something we do too that you you can give them autonomy to do whatever they want to but we need to give them direction also oh, yeah. something we do in the LDP picture is teach all those like how, how to give a proper handshake yeah. how uh to have a conversation how to write an email and and all this how things. to give an apology and I think one of the big things that we learned behind this is that and we always talk about that too that they don't know what they don't, don't know. know. So if if you are uh maybe older from, from uh older generations, just like have that in mind. It's not that we millennials don't want to have conversations. We we don't want to meet you. Sometimes we just don't know. So as a as a baby boomer you doc had to have the patience to teach that stuff and me as a millennial i had to have the will Absolutely. to learn all those things so bay boomers please like teach us and then millennials we don't know everything you know like even though we we are we may be smarter we know more technology knowledge or, or all those things we are not out there like we we have a lot to learn from other generations too
1: that that's a excellent point is that we both have to have an open mind and an open hand to say to reach out and say you know teach me how to uh, better communicate with with your generation and it has to go back and forth both both ways and millennials are sensitive to that respect millennials are concerned with today Mm -hmm. they're not thinking strategic strategically necessarily about their long-term career they're not thinking about their 401k the retirement plan what they're going to do my generation was all about what what are we going to do mm-hmm. for for preparation for
0: retirement and that's a good point because long term they, they do think long, long term but long term for us it's maybe like three <laughs> years you know yeah. and long term for you was what like 10 20. yeah or, working career probably
1: yeah 30 years 40 years so yeah it, it's a whole different time
0: time reference between the two different generations, definitely, and it's it's easy to complain about generations. We have like younger people complaining about the adults, and we have like adults complaining about the younger ones too. But how the, the key to that is not about complaining; it's about doing something about. It. It's about learning how to deal with them. Sometimes it's through mistakes, which is how how we did most part of the time. Uh, but the important thing is to be proactive and not reactive. And, and that message is not only for millennials, is not only for baby boomers, but for both. Yes. Like for a relationship to work, it's not about one person; it's about two. I love that analogy you give about like the the horse and the um, the wagon wheel. When we have like two horses, oh yeah, th- that's good. Yeah, you, you can say you, you yeah. tell me better than that.
1: Yeah, we, the, the saying is, "Do the yokes match." Uh huh. Right. And so the, the yoke goes across two oxen or two draft horses that have to work together. There has to be equal pressure on both sides if they're going to be able to, to pull forward in the desired direction. And if one doesn't doesn't match its effort, then it doesn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll go go in circles or they'll fight one another. Uh, yeah. It, that's a that's a good visual. If you can imagine a millennial yoked. Up to a baby boomer, yep. right? Yeah. And we both have to work together to achieve achieve our goals because, uh, I mean, I don't know what percent of the workforce today is millennials, but it's a it's a it's a large percentage. If it's not large, it's growing? Definitely is growing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, larger all the time. And so we can't fight it. We have we have to have these open dialogues on how to how to do it.
0: Yeah. This was the first part of the interview with Dr. Bruce to Runs. I hope you liked it. And if you have any questions or uh, any comments, please don't hesitate to send us. The email address is in the description of this episode and I'm looking forward to see you here next week. Galerinha, espero que vocês tenham gostado da primeira parte dessa entrevista que a gente fez com o Dr. Brewster Durwans. Se você tem alguma crítica, sugestão ou comentário, manda para gente lá no nosso site, nosso e-mail tá aqui na descrição. Ou então nas nossas redes sociais. E não perca por esperar porque semana que vem tem mais, beleza meus queridos? Um abraço, se cuidem e até a próxima. Tchau!